0: This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse, joining us on the phone as he does every week, brought to you by Burdick BMW and Drivers Village, the assistant coach of your men's basketball team, Jerry McNamara. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you doing? Gentlemen, how's it going today?
1: Mac? I'm stroking for three-point land like you wouldn't believe right now. I'm hot. (laughs) He's looking
0: good. We're going to have an uh, inner office basketball game, and uh, Daniel's all pumped up, and he's
2: warming up now. We might need the two of you, the way things have gone. Yeah.
0: Left. He's got a year of eligibility. Both
2: of you do, I think. <laughs> so, I
0: think. so I guess you want to start right there, huh? Howard Washington, <laughs> what
2: what does that do? Well, you know, the, the unfortunate thing, you know, Howard had started to play really well. I thought even if you go back to the Florida State game, he comes in, and I thought he completely changed the first half of that game, coming in and hit a three. The Pittsburgh game, the first time we played him at home, he was terrific defensively. Um, you know, he he was starting to make strides and feel more comfortable. Um, you know, so it's a little bit unfortunate. Obviously, he's going to be evaluated this week to see where we're at. But uh, you know, it hurts us a little bit because it gave us a guy coming in and off the bench, especially with Matt Moyer going down with his ankle injury. Um, you know, it was a little bit of a you know insurance. You know, knowing that the fact that you had a guy that was starting on you know on the come up a little bit. So uh, it's a little unfortunate for him. He's a great kid. Uh, but he had started to play his best basketball this the season.
1: Uh, well, I'm going to come after you with A. My contacts tell me ACL, and when you're looking at a freshman kid that's playing, uh, you know, the amount of time left in the season uh, and, and the fact that, you know, he's going to be a component on this team, you know, for years to come. Uh, if it is what I'm hearing it is, he's done. So, and I'm not just making a statement. I'm, I'm not even asking for a reaction. But what this excites me about is the idea that we could be looking at potential twin towers at some point on offense <laughs> which hasn't been done since Elijah Won and Sampson and I'm really excited is there really the possibility that he plays the two big guys at the same time
2: We've talked about it yeah we've talked about it I think we you know the the, the greatest thing that happened to Baramo was the fact that you know we had that 8 day stretch in between games and then he didn't play in the in the Boston college game so when he came back for Pittsburgh we felt like uh, you know, his two practices leading into that, he was fully rested. He had a little bit of time to recover with his knee, uh, and he was terrific. You know, he was the guy that we knew he was early, uh, a guy that's really capable with both hands finishing around the rim. He's active. Uh, 16 rebounds is incredible. Uh, even coach in the post game when he, when he was talking to the team and he looked at the final stats, he didn't quite realize how many rebounds he did have. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I, if, if they're both feeling well, um with with the numbers we have right now, it's it's something that we've talked about. You know, we, we've 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 kind of you know, over the last few days of practice gotten Barama some reps at the forward position, which he's gotten all year. We you know, we just emphasized it a little more, putting him out there on the wing. Um, you know, where he's from at St. Benedict's in, in New Jersey, a great program. Uh they played quite a bit of zone. Um and, and, and when I would go see him play, he played quite a bit of the forward spot. So uh, he's familiar with it. Uh Pascal is gone. You know, I, I think leaps and bounds offensively and, and you know, he he's still such an impact in the center position. So um you know, I, I think if if uh, it's a possibility Uh, You know, we might see it here in the next few games. We'll have to kind of wait and see how how things progress as the game goes on.
1: Well, the interesting scenario about this game is you're actually playing a team that has a presence in the middle, one big guy at Georgia Tech who can play in the paint. So the idea of keeping him busy with the chook and then having Sidibe flashing in and out of the paint, putting two seven-foot bodies at him, that's a big test for this kid at Georgia Tech, and that changes the game because I I would suspect they're going to have to pay some attention to that down low, and that opens us up for some Clearer looks from three-point land.
2: Yeah, you know it's it's funny too. The kid Ben Lammers for them, he's so good. I, I remember going into the game last year when we played him the first time we played him down here. Uh, he was leading the league in rebounds and blocks. Um, and the difference this year is he's got a little bit of help. The kid Abdullah Gay, um, who had 14 points and eight rebounds against Clemson, is. is you know I've watched their, their last nine or ten games that they've played. Um, this guy's emergence. Uh, for Georgia Tech is probably uh, the biggest jump that I've watched of any player in the league. Uh, You know, he's in double figures, five of the last seven. Uh, He's just getting better and better. So it's not just one big that they have anymore. Now they're adding a 6'10 kid that's capable. So, uh, yeah, they're going to have size. You know, they play a little quirky zone defensively. Uh, They do a great job, especially Lamars protecting the basket. Um, You know, when we played them down here last year, what really hurt us was transition baskets. Uh, defensive, you know, our defensive transition wasn't good. I think we gave up 20 fast break points. But on the flip side of that, we did get 17 offensive rebounds. Because of the zone, there's going to be some opportunities, hopefully, for us. Um, you know, having a guy like Barama out there, uh, Pascal O'Shea, um, you know, Merrick in, in certain stretches, those guys all, all attack the boards, they all attack the glass. Um, so if we are, you know, in the situation where we do have a big lineup, you have to take advantage of it on the offensive class as well. Oh,
1: man, I, nothing would tickle me more than running a Twin <laughs> Towers offense against Virginia and beating them. Oh, I would yeah. love that. I
2: you know, it's, that. it's funny. I, I You know, we're, we're, we follow each other, I believe, on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I, I, I saw you mention earlier in the week about just a low post-scoring presence. Um you know, Barama gives you a different change of pace, uh, something that we've been missing a little bit. But he's also capable from the high post, as is Marek and O'Shea. Um, so it's going to be an interesting test for us, obviously, uh, with Howard not being here and, and Matt, you know, still fresh off this ankle in, injury uh you know, everybody's minutes are going to be at a premium. We need uh, we're going to need all guys tonight. All, all hands on deck for sure.
1: Well, when you throw when you play the tape forward, and you know, we were talking earlier with Axe. I was on the morning show with uh, Lisa and Gomez, and and I said. You know, you can't look at certain things and, and you can only look at the numbers and, and the averages that people do. But should Cuse, and here's another scenario that I love. I, I love that Cinderella story. I love the guy that's a walk on. And if you get into any kind of foul trouble, we may see a walk on really play out with this injury.
2: Yeah, you know, the kid Braden Bayer, he's, he's been really good for us. You know, we've been really lucky over the last few years to have um, some pretty darn good players as walk-ons, and you know, Brayden's right up there with as good as any of them, if not the best. He's he's done a great job for us. You know, you know, over the last few years, yeah. having the chance to guard guys like Tyus Battle and Andrew White, uh, to be in the reps every day, he gets a lot of reps. Um, you know, over the last two months, he's he's jumped into the to the reps with our scholarship guys. So, um, you know, he's earned his right to to you know have the argument of, of if we need him. Um, you know, I think this guy's available. Even in the Florida State game, he came in, and you know, it's funny. A lot of guys come in, uh, guys that haven't played, and they're in a scenario like a Florida State where you need to make a play because you're losing in the most important stretch of the basketball game. And he came in and made a play. You know, it ended up being a foul, but he made the correct rotation in our press. Uh he, he made the referees make a decision. I think they made the right call. I think it was a block. He didn't let the guy land. But he came up and made a play. He had a chance to create a charge, a a, a travel or a steal. So, um, you know, he's he's worked hard. He, he's a hard-working kid. And, um, you know, if his number is called, he'll be ready.
0: Jerry McNamara, assistant coach to your Syracuse men's basketball team. We get through tonight, and you've got no cakewalk. Uh, Down the road, Virginia coming to the dome on Saturday. How do you prepare for a game like that?
2: None of these games are, I mean, it's incredible. Even, you know, Georgia Tech at home is just so good. Virginia, regardless of where they play, is so good. Um, I think what they've done is, in my mind, you know, I think Auburn and the SEC, what they've been able to do, um, you know, but I think what Virginia has done this year, uh, losing the quality of player that they've lost off of last year's team. I think it's as good a story and coaching job as there is in college basketball, um, you know. But we, you know, we got them at home last year, right? We're different. Uh, that building is just different. Uh, the dome is just so special. Um, and any opponent that steps on that court against us, we feel confident, regardless of who you are. Uh, I think that's the mentality you have to have. But we, we've been good at home. Um, you know, we're going to have an opportunity as we move forward here over the next few weeks to play some really, really good. Teams. I mean, we're starting tonight on the road with a chance for a good road win. Uh, so we got to come down here and get it done, uh, hopefully, and then prepare for Saturday's game as well.
0: Before we let you go, Jerry, I know you're a, a Pennsylvania kid. Are you pulling for the Eagles on Sunday?
2: No question. Yes, yes baby. baby. Oh, yes, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I mean, I, the true story. This is this is how I met Donovan McNabb. I was in a Popeyes in New Orleans, and I was in line with my roommate Matt Gorman. And I heard two people talking behind me, and then you know, one person asked the other. He said, "Hey, how do you like your boys tomorrow?" I think it was right before it was either the Texas game or, or the or the championship game against Kansas. And he's like, "I don't know. It depends on this guy." And I got a tap on my shoulder. It was Donovan McNabb. Wow. Well, so, you know, little did he know I had been following him. Uh, number one, because he was a Syracuse guy, but number two, my brother was. At the time, he was a student at St. Joe's in Philadelphia, and he had become a huge Eagles fan through the his college year. So we started following the Eagles, and I believe they had just come off an NFC loss or even a Super Bowl loss. Um, you know, So it was really, really neat. I've been an Eagles fan since then. I've dropped off since he got traded to Washington a little bit, but um, I've always followed him. I've Absolutely. always followed the Eagles, and I think it would be a great storyline, great team this year. And then, you know, with obviously with – with uh, with the Carson Wentz. that who uh who went out for that? Yeah, him. Wentz went out Nick uh, Falls.
1: What a great story Foles, for Nick. Uh,
2: what a what a story he was in the in the uh the championship game. Yeah. Uh, just slinging it. Just absolutely slinging it. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. I I'll tell you, we've been spoiled over the last few years in major sporting events, how good they've been Uh, college basketball, the World Series, the Super Bowls. Uh, There's been so many great finishes. Let's knock on wood a little bit, because I wouldn't mind seeing another great one for the Super Bowl.
0: Awesome, Jerry. Well, thank you so much. Obviously, Go Syracuse and go uh, Eagles on Sunday, brother. Talk to you next week. Sounds
2: good. Thanks, guys. Have a great
0: weekend. You too. Thanks, man. Jerry McNamara appears courtesy of Drivers Village and Burdick BMW. We shall reset and come back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse.